Pixies and polar bears. Popcorn challenge. Turkish snacks. Smelly pop, smelly pop. What are you feeding me? Habanero, ghost pepper. It's all your fault. One, two, three, four. Sitting on the bench. Writing's really hard. We need another snack. And that is just a fact. Oh. oh. Hi, this is Shauna. And this is Trisha. And this is Two Girls on a Bench. The podcast. We write on the bench. We snack on the bench. And most of all, we procrastinate, procrastinate on the bench. And Trisha's now kicking on the bench. Sorry. So that's a new thing. That's a new noise you will hear in the background. <laughs> She's kicking I am. your foot around. It's that time of night where my <laughs> feet start jumping and I have to kick. It took us a while to get I going. Trisha Trisha had to like we're hanging out and doing all this stuff and then she had to like go home and get an adapter <laughs> to make the microphones work. It's been like much later than it probably should have been. You came here like four hours ago. Like I, I don't even know what's know, going I, on. I needed the time off, so it's yeah, good. You it's did. Good. You needed a break. <laughs> I did. <laughs> so we haven't seen each other in a while, actually. No, it's been Feels a couple like weeks. Because For us, it's a long time. No, because Logan got weeks. sick, and he's seven, and he's bringing home every sniffle, and I got his sniffle, and then we were sniffling you together. Guys were, you weren't sniffling. That sounds so cute, but you were just, like, snotty. And we were just gross. He's a snotty nose kid. <laughs> Let's just see. Not nose brat. Uh, he's not a brat, but he's definitely a snotty nose kid. So He's a sweetheart. He's adorable. And he's been my buddy for weeks and weeks and weeks. And because there's a Mommy no tolerance a no tolerance policy for any symptom. It's so weird because cool. it's like you feel like in life before the pandemic, you could just be like, I'm sick and like go anywhere and like nobody yeah, would no. be tripped out. And now it's like you're like, I'm sick and you, you, cough you don't have COVID. Anywhere. But any weirdness about you and you're like Everyone's just like, get the fuck out of here, which is fine. I almost in some ways feel like we should have been a little more like that because people would come to work sick and they'd come to school and then they'd make everyone else sick. Right. And so that sucks. But when you're a working parent, you kind of just want your kids to get through the sniffles at school. Because you're like, come on. Your kid had to be fever free for X. 20 48 hours with no medication and they can come back yeah. to school whether they had a sniffle or a sore throat yeah. or whatever now it's they have to be a hundred percent symptom free <laughs> they need to be completely the, healthy the, the all the time range from like stomach ache to diarrhea to like stiffy nose to like sort i can imagine i mean it feels like a like just think back to when you were a kid, though, not being a parent, because that's different. Oh, my God. It's like, damn, we, we could have gotten when, out of a lot of school. That was when they just, like, put us together to give other people chicken pox. Yeah, no, shit. they like, used to be like, let's get all the sick kids together. And my kids will never have chicken pox, <laughs> which is, like, so crazy. Get them all together and get them sick. No, since March. Remember that Brady Bunch? Yes. Where they, had, they all yeah. had chicken pox yeah. or measles or... They had like measles, measles, I think, which is weird. It's more like, of a seventies thing. Yeah, you're like nobody. Chicken does, pox is more. You get like a vaccine 90s. against measles yeah. now. Like, like nobody well, and now should be getting chicken that. Chicken pox. Like, I was amazed when I found out my 
kids will never have chicken pox. I was like, wait, what? I was yeah. expecting to do that like parent rite of passage where I'm like, hey, Joe, your kid's got chicken pox. Let's put them <laughs> in a sand pit together and see who gets sick Can first. you admit a sand pit? Whatever. Like, <laughs> I don't know. My kid brings of, home like so much sand every day from school. Which kind of sand pit? There is so many go. sand pits. <laughs> There's sand so much pit. sand in elementary school. I don't Hello? feel like it was. there was this much sand when my daughter was in school. So, Trisha has a quote. <laughs> Speaking Tell of me. which, okay. this is all segue to to uh, to nothing okay. really related to anything. But we we have been we're so happy to hang out, as you can tell. She can't get her on. glasses on, okay. and she's going to read. My right, my uh, vision is improving. Okay, Trisha's like doing this thing where she's like. Is it weird for me to say that my vision's getting better? I'm like, yeah, because mine's getting worse, and mine already uh, sucked so bad to begin dude. with. Okay, I don't know. If I'm this wearing is... contacts, and I put reading glasses over it. Okay, if I die in a week, and it's because of my vision improving, <laughs> why? I just want everybody to know. Why would a positive thing I don't know. <laughs> turn out bad for you? That's how down I am, no. Shauna. <laughs> I'm like, my eyesight's getting worse. I'm probably just going to go blind. Trisha's like, my eyesight's getting better. I'm probably going to die. I'm like, so I don't know why that's how you go with it, but that's how you that's go. That's how I go. All right. So suddenly I can't wear my eyeglasses, which I've been wearing constantly for like two years. They're your readers. Readers. I can't wear my readers. <laughs> my readers. When I walk through a store, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get dizzy and fall over. We'll take them off. I did. But in the past, if I forgot my readers and I went into the store, I would panic because I'm like, I can't see anything. So suddenly, I can't wear my reading glasses to walk around. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, What's happening? Somehow there's like a weird outtake happening at the same time. Okay. What? I just turned it off. I turned oh. it off. It's okay. It was like me going, hey, 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 hey. Sound issues. All right, let's okay. just move on. Do you, what my, are you reading from today, Trisha? My my, re my vision is improving, <laughs> and I'm reading "Writing Down the Bones" by Natalie Goldberg. You're like a superhero, where like you got like bit by a bug, and now you can like see now better I can see or something. Things. I don't know, like superhero thing. It's have... one that I just made up. Like a spider. It's a superhero. Like I wish I was. I wish I would get bit by something and got then bit by a spider. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you okay? Trying not to sneeze. I mean, it sounded horrible. <laughs> I could hear it all in my headsets. It was like <laughs> I have to cut that out. Trish is blowing your nose now. I hope everybody can hear that. Okay. Enough so, you. All I, all I was trying to say is like, isn't that a thing where it's like, you know, you become, you get bit, yeah, you get bit by a spider and then you can like, yeah, you can hear better, see better. But like, so That's I all wish, Spider-Man. I wish that would happen to me. Maybe it will because it suddenly happened to me and I did nothing. I didn't improve anything. I'm all, I'll get bit by something and like, just go blind. <laughs> like I won't be able to suddenly, get the benefit. Suddenly I can't wear my reading glasses all the time because everything's readers. blurry. And I'm like... But then when you take them off, you can see. I can see. Okay, that's amazing. That's okay. called good vision. Like a month, a month <laughs> so, ago, I started wearing my readers so blessed. to watch TV. 
and I was like, I can't see TV anymore. I have to wear my glasses. Because it's a distance thing. Right. But I have not a distance thing. I have a... Yeah. The other way. You should be able to see. So... You're farsighted. But but it was like getting weirded out because suddenly I need to wear my glasses to watch shows. And then I had to take my glasses off to watch TV. And I'm like, wait, what's happening? I like went into a reverse cycle and now I don't know what's happening. It all makes me feel Lucky you. I know. I can't see. Because I literally... I'm wearing contacts and put readers over them, and I can't see anything ever. Okay, go on. Move. Just okay. move through your your here's, death. Here's your, my chapter. Your death. Your death challenge. <laughs> Being able my, to see really my good. My eye death challenge. Okay. Oh God. So this chapter is called "Writers Have Good Figures." When I look around at people writing, I can tell just by their physical posture if they have broken through or not. If they did, their teeth are rattling around in their mouth, no longer tight in their gums. Their hearts might be pounding or aching. They are breathing deeply. Their handwriting is looser, more generous, and their bodies are relaxed enough to run for miles. This is why I say all writers, no matter how fat, thin, or flabby, have good figures. Hmm. They're always working out. Remember this. They are in tune, toned up, in rhythm with the hills, the highway, and can go for long stretches and many miles of paper. They move with grace in and out of many worlds. So, yeah, that's my that chapter from Molly Goldberg. Shit. And we have good figures. So, writers have good figures. We have good figures because we're always working out. In, in ways that are really worlds. important and the ways that we're working out is by writing. Okay. Thank you, everyone. That's the end of the lesson. Oh, that's so, just kidding. That's a great quote. It like got me really thinking I'm like musing by myself you right now. You can tell, though. If you see someone really into something, you can tell. Yeah. Like, whether it's writing or whatever it might be, drawing, painting, whatever, like, you can tell. Yeah. There's like a relaxed moment where yeah. if you're really in the zone, you have no idea what your physical body is doing. Oh, yeah, for sure. You're just like doing yep. it. You know what I mean? Whether that's. You no, know, you're not like hopefully not self-conscious about like, oh, I look like this. Or I'm doing, it's like you're yeah. just your brain is communicating you're with your it. hand or your hands if you're yeah. typing or whatever. And that's all that's happening. Like yeah. nothing else happens in the world. That's literally it. I can tell when I watch it's like the best place Lisey ever. Drawing. I can tell when Lisey's really drawing or when they're just like sort of half assing it. I can tell by their body, you know? Like hmm. Yeah. That's really cool. All right, Thanks well, for sharing. Goodbye. Time for us I'm to have going. a thousand snacks. We have so many snacks, you guys. This is the biggest snack book maybe ever. In the world. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> what does hope? mean to you hello everyone my name is nick and i am the host of the annual live stream for the cure a charity live stream event to raise money for the cancer research institute which researches immunotherapy training the body's immune system to fight all forms of cancer their mission one that i believe in very very strongly is a future immune to cancer and this year for the sixth annual live stream for the cure i want to emphasize more than anything hope 
over the past five years, myself and amazing creators and partners from around the world have raised over $50,000 for this amazing cause. And this year, we're looking to add another $20,000 to that total. Please join me May 19th, starting at 9 a.m. Eastern for 45 hours of content over the next three days as I'm once again joined by amazing creators from around the world to help fight for hope. Learn more or make an early donation today at LivestreamForTheCure.com. Give me that snack book! All right, so we have a special thank you tonight for Snapbook because Drew Hallam Drew. is like our best friend. You're the best. And he sent us snacks just because. Just because he's nice and he's sweet. Super and surprised. We were like, these snacks are epic and they're literally going to last us quite a few episodes. <laughs> I have they to are, say. Drew. So. He sent us this like pack of interesting popcorn and it was like all these different microwave popcorns that were like, they weren't all spicy, but they had like flavors to them. They were called kick-ass popcorn. So we decided to enlist the group of young people living in my house house. slash the focus group of young people that were just around, (laughs) which were quite a few. Yeah. So my- Seven kids at your house. Yeah. My daughter and son and then- like all their friends two or three three <laughs> other friends so whatever that makes five people six people i, I don't know i can't do like math seven to me it felt like a lot of five. people were around so we did a video we'll put it on instagram but we we put them all out and we had everybody taste them but here's the thing one of them in particular when we microwaved the ghost the first one pepper popcorn yes I opened the microwave and I was literally like choking. Choking. And I was away from you, like six feet away from you. And I started choking. Ghost then, pepper is no joke. Everybody just caution. Your caution. whole house started to smell like ghost pepper. It was like, and then every like, time we would, and then, so I'm taking it out. It's in a microwave bag, right? Like microwave popcorn. Then I open it. No. So first I open the microwave, coughing, choking. Then I open the bag, coughing, choking, dump it in the bowl, coughing, choking. I mean, like, every step of the way, it was, like, it was rough. Okay, so, but we did it. It smelled horrible. So then we popped every single one, and it was, like, sriracha. Then it smelled worse. <laughs> well, because it was a lot of mixture of weird Habanero. smells. Habanero was, like, actually probably. That one was good. It was spicy, but not unbearable. So but here's like- the thing with spice. If you get to the point where you're like dying is like not good. But if you're at the point where you're like, oh, it's spicy, but like I can handle it. If you're like coughing, choking, and dying, like that's not a good, just as a note for snackers out there, if you're coughing, choking, and dying, like that might not Stop. be good. You may you may want to not do that. Well, there was or hab- maybe you habanero, sriracha, chili and lime, chili, lime, barbecue, and kettle corn. kettle corn. The kettle corn was a nice. Kettle corn was just sweet. It was just spicy. Low key. Yeah. Because yeah. I thought they were all going to be spicy, but like that one was low key. Barbecue did not taste like barbecue. It just tasted like smoke. Yeah. And no one really liked that. And then the chili lime people were like into it. The chili lime was fine. It wasn't spicy. The sriracha tasted kind of like nothing. So anyway, we had this great focus group of teenagers. They joined us on the journey, and we thank Drew for taking us there. 
<laughs> and well, and then there was a whole other box of snacks with the popcorn called Turkish Delight. It what? Wait, what country was it all from? It's all from Turkey. <laughs> it's all from Turkey. Oh, uh, duh. It's Is all it from Turkish Turkey. Delight or just it said Turkish? on the box Turkish Delight. I thought. Put your glasses on because you're you can't see Turkish munchies. Yeah, because Turkish delight is like an actual I know thing like from I read Narnia. the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. <laughs> I know about Narnia. Turkish so this delight is just like a bunch of snacks. Is by the way not what I thought it was as a kid. In my mind, when I read those books as a kid, and you're like, it was like marzipan or something. Little Edmund. Is like with the Snow Queen, and he's getting Turkish delight, and you're like, "This is the best thing." And the the way he describes it, you're like, "This is the most scrumptious." In my mind, I thought it was like chocolate toffee, because maybe that's what I wanted—a crazy Snow Queen to feed me in the middle of a. I want that <laughs> fantastical, you know, adventure. But so maybe I should just rewrite it. And I get to have like some sort of Yum. toffee covered in chocolate. I don't it know. It all sounded amazing. But Turkish, it was, he was eating. Turkish Delight is actually kind of like a jelly and nut candy. Yeah. Sometimes covered by chocolate, but I don't think normally it is. Anyway, it's not what you might think it is, is maybe not what it is. But so we ate all the popcorns. The kids enjoyed the journey with us and now we're eating another snack they're from turkey we already ate one and sadly i don't know what it was because we already ate it and i think lost the like package it was like it was great it was like a wafer cookie and it was delicious boomtastic or something and this one now that we're eating is called kanga or kanga kanga i'm trying to find the description and it looks like it's like some sort of like nut chocolate chew bar it's in another language and i can't read it a chocolate filled caramel sauce yes this is it covered with puff rice i don't know oh no no this looks like it's got nuts not puff rice yeah i think it's nuts i don't know where my other i had another sheet with like definitions and i can't find it because shauna sutter came in and helped us like try like we're Where's having a lot of sound like, problems today. Where's the other little, like, definition thing? I don't know, but this is, like, nuts, caramel, and chocolate. And it's delicious. I'm eating it right now. Well, apparently there's a surprise mystery snack, so maybe it's this one. I don't know. I don't Conga. see. Eat it. Conga is not on here. I tried it. It's delicious. Okay, good. Thank so you, Drew. You it's awesome. We have so many snacks from this box, Drew. It's going to be great. We're having a really good time. I'm sorry. I feel like we're scattered because we're also at my house, <laughs> which is slightly problematic for sound. Not problematic, but it's just different. And we had a oh, bunch of teenagers. Kanga is a word from popcorn. the jungle for we <laughs> welcome you what? to the jungle. Kanga is a world... A word derived from jungle. We welcome you what? to the jungle. The rich welcome to the jungle. <laughs> the rich peanut-filled <laughs> chocolate nougat bars full of energy. You would want to conquer. You would need to conquer the jungle. 
So oh. there's three sentences in the description, and all three sentences say the word jungle, which I think is probably a problem. Maybe a translation but issue. The Kanga snack is very delicious. If you were in the jungle, you might want to have this jungle snack. There you go. In a jungle way. And we did, we tried the jungle, jungle. Popio Shugi, which is a candy with a, that's like a pop. What's it called? Like a pop. Um, pop rocks. Pop rocks. My daughter took those. She's like, we, can I please yeah. have these? And we're we like, tried yes. those pop rocks. And then we all had them. Even my husband, we're all like. It's a fond memory of having a pop rock. It's so weird how we all like that. It was like kind of that. fun. There was another one that was like a the crispy one. I don't know. This Maybe it was great the podcasting. Nirvana one. I have no idea which She's one it was. She's going to just slowly read to herself the descriptions. <laughs> descriptions are so It's odd. not going to be boring at all. I oh, wait. The thing was the Bidlu... Petito, the youngest snack member of this box, um, <laughs> peanut and hazelnut, what? crispy wafer on the outside, creamy inside, and creates a harmony. Is it in the your crepe? Because that Petito? looks like a hazelnut. No. Oh. We'll never figure it out. Okay, next time we oh, talk this to is you guys, so hard. We will be on top of this snack this situation. Weird, I feel like Shauna threw away my. My actually d- my definitions. And now I have this weird booklet, and I don't understand what's There's happening. There's a fun like pop rock thing. There's a delicious like chocolate bar that we're eating it's right now. All fun. And then we ate like ten different kinds of popcorn tonight that were super fun. Thank you, Drew. Okay. Moving on to Right Club because it's Right Club time. Who do I trust to make good soap? A mom with six kids. Earth friendly, environmentally safe, organic, natural. Everything smells yummy. And most of all, clean. Cause it's soap. Polly's Paradise Soap. Shop at Polly'sParadiseSoap.etsy.com. Write it, bitch. Right club. We had some good submissions. By some some old favorites and a new favorite. So that's fun. So I'm going to start out with one of our rock stars slash rocks, uh, The Hammer. And um, here's the prompt, which was, hey, watch it. You're scaring her. Me? Scaring her? Okay. So now I'm going to read Hammer's prompt. Which also starts the same way. Hey, watch it. You're scaring her. Me? Scaring her? I eyed Blossom, and her black, beady eyes stared back at me. But it wasn't really the eyes that had my attention. It was the teeth and the chuffing. She's a sensitive soul, aren't you, Blossom? Blossom responded with a growl that rumbled the ground I stood on, which was followed by a snap of her teeth less than a foot from where I stood. I don't think she likes me. That was just a love nip, the man said. I'd had love nips before, but none of them had smelled like decaying seal flesh, (laughs) like the hot breath that accompanied this one. But I didn't have time to ponder that because the next thing I knew, I was traveling down Blossom's throat. 
And that's the story of how I ended up inside this polar bear stomach. (laughs) Polar bear. Damn. Hammer. That was good. Hashtag polar bear. Hashtag blossom. Like, great. Like, what? Blossom. That was great. I loved that a lot. I love that prompt so much. It's a fun one. We should have done it. We didn't do it. Shit. We are lazy as no, fuck. No, we just forgot. We were like, we've been obsessed with like the weirdest things like snacks and sounds. And we like forgot about actually doing the prompt. But that's okay because so many other awesome people did it that it doesn't matter. Go. So this one is from Julia Ashley. And she says, I am Wait, part of. But say who she is. The email says, I am part of the bring a friend plan from Kayla, who told me about your podcast in this month's prompt. I loved your last show and wanted to play along. I just love that it was like the bring a friend. It's so nice. Like it was like the bring a friend plan. Bring a friend plan. <laughs> like it's On some the sort of like, you know, like. Kayla, once again, you've given us something to like say forever now. It was like a cell phone plan. Like the bring a friend plan. Like, I don't know. Anyway, sorry. I love, off I love that. The free prompt. It's getting hot in this room right now. Right? It's getting hot in here. <laughs> like not so in a good way. So read your writing prompts. <laughs> It's all the computers. I can feel the heat. No, and I like shut the window because like my neighbors are living their best life with their pool. <laughs> and then, but now it's like super hot. And I'm yes. like, oh, there's no air. In yes, here. we actually do look out the window and say they're living their yeah, best life. And then life. I'm like, oh, do you ever have that much fun, Trisha? Because I've never had that much fun. And Trisha's like, no. Nope. I'm all, did you ever laugh like that? Because I've never laughed like that. Anyway, this is what we do. Okay, go ahead. Okay, Julia's response. Buford held a bucket over the hissing pixie. Her skirt was snagged on the bumper of his rusted 57 Chevy. The tiny creature's wings fluttered frantically, keeping her aloft as she gnashed her teeth at him and struggled to free herself. May, his half-fave roommate, observed the situation. Hey, watch it. You're scaring her? Me? Scaring her? Buford dodged in an attempt to trap the pixie long enough to free her skirt. She whirled and snapped at his fingers. May circled to get a better angle. She started to point out an opening when a mangy beast landed on the bumper of the truck and snatched the pixie up in its jaws. (gasps) The smoky gray hellcat launched itself across the shop floor with the pixie. Allie, get back here, Buford bellowed and ran (laughs) after them. May snatched up the bucket and swooped down, dropping it over the Hellcat and its prize. Hmm. Buford and May gave each other a wary look. May shrugged and bent down to raise one edge of the bucket. Buford snatched up Allie as he sprang free and dislodged the pixie. She returned the favor by biting Buford's knuckle before flying off. <laughs> The Hellcat's eyes flamed and its claws extended as it flipped in Buford's hands. May smacked him. Stop! You're provoking him. Me? Provoking him? (laughs) Buford dropped the feline before it could get a grip. Allie, the Hellcat, landed on all fours and sauntered out of the shop, flicking his tail as if to say, Yeah, you. The end. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was really good, Julia. 
Buford's Knuckles. Julie. Was uh, that a line? Because that's like also a punk band name. <laughs> Buford's Knuckles. I was like, um, oh, sorry. That's like my thing right now all of a sudden. Okay. We cannot wait till you tell you like write more. I really um, want to know the rest of that story. Once a part of the bring a friend plan, always a part of the friend plan. That's all I have to say. We really need to know what's going on with that story. Right? I don't know a lot about Pixies, but now I want to. Right? I need to, like, understand what's happening. So good. Thank you so much for joining and being, like, a new friend, and we love that. And yes. we love that you came with your writing. So thank you. Okay. I'm going to read another one. This is by Brett Jordan, and it is called, because he always titles them, Wait. Woman... Wait, should we read the text message from Oh, him? yes, I'm sorry. I almost forgot. So, Brett was texting us, because we know Brett, and we're, he was like, oh, right, club, like, whatever. And we're like, yeah, we have a deadline. And then he texted us, and Trish is going to find the text to read it, because I told him I would read the text. Or not. I'm finding it. It's a slow right, process. here you go. Okay. Here's Brett. When are you all recording? Because I got drunk last night and didn't write my entry. <laughs> and then I said, ha, huh, not till late tonight. He said, hooray, you will have one before four. Shauna said, I may read that text in the podcast. <laughs> and he said, go ahead. <laughs> and then he's like, just sent my entry later today. And we're like, so. great. But yeah, I was like, you got drunk last night. Like, that's, that's I feel like that's like the text I would have written. All of right, you, right because that's like what we do all the time. Okay, so anyway, that was a good. That's a good excuse. <laughs> Drinking like not like a my good dog ate my homework. It's like oh, I got drunk last night and I didn't have time. Okay, so or like passed out and I forgot to do it. So, Brett Jordan's is called "Woman in the Window: Case Study, 1452, Night 10, 3:33 a.m." What? Okay. Shades of night shadowed the room. She hummed a familiar lullaby. I had heard it before in a different part of the house. She sat in the rocking chair facing the window, rocking slowly. Hey, I spoke again. The rocking stopped, then began again. I looked over my shoulder to the cameraman who was about to step on a discarded toy on the floor. Watch it, I whispered. He stepped back and continued to focus on the rocking chair. He could not see what I saw. He could not hear the lonesome lullaby. He could not smell baby powder and lavender masking the deep, dark scent of decay. I moved closer to her. It was colder here. My skin began to tingle, telling me to turn back. The lullaby filled my ears as she turned to look at me. Her opaque skin shimmered. Her arms cradled a corpse of a child. You're scaring her, a voice invaded my mind. I could see the room clearly as it was so long ago. The blood on the floor. The child held limp in the mother's hands. The window open as she jumped to her death. The nightly visits to the room, holding her child through all these years. The story was vivid, but the questions surrounding it lingered. Me? I paused, scaring her. 
My thoughts merged with the images of the past as I pulled closer to the woman and child by an invisible thread. The child opened its mouth and wailed a deafening cry. The cameraman heard and saw nothing. What? Whoa. <laughs> that is like, I was like spellbound right now when I was reading it. I mean, was, it was like a Twilight Zone episode. That was, uh, we were in a place right now. Yeah. I'm coming back. <laughs> I just like went somewhere. I'm all, whew, where was I? Okay, that was creepy oh, and good oh. and I liked it. Okay, look, we're like in like pixies and like in scary places and it's really funny <laughs> they're all so different because I always say that no but like in my mind what I think I thought this prompt was is not when anyone's done which no. is fucking awesome I love that I was that. mostly thinking of like Friday the 13th kind of I was see stuff. but see right away I was thinking like more like mental illness like oh. she's scaring me like me oh, scaring yeah. her like that yeah. like oh really not even mental illness but more like she's a fucking psycho like right. so that might not mean mental illness I don't mean to be insensitive because that could just mean you're a jerk okay yeah, it's mental illness awareness month okay right I'm now. a jerk <laughs> and I deal with it all the time and I'm sorry okay. sorry not sorry all right. I talk to like 10 therapists a day, everybody. Okay, I'm not an asshole, but like maybe I sound like I play one on TV. I don't you know. You play one on TV. Fuck, it's so hot in here. I'm sweating. Okay. It's really warm, but we're going to finish this off because we are on top of it right now. We're, so this right the club last is one's from Kayla. Fucking bomb. All right, here we go. I have to do like multiple conversational things because Shauna won't help me. Okay. Do you want me to read it with you? No. With my bad eyesight? Because no. I can't see because you I turned a light you off. I asked you and you here. said, just make it happen. I'm I like, can't, I'm here for it. I can't see far away. I can do it. Or close up or any of Kayla the ways. Kayla knows I can do all kinds of accents. Kayla knows what's going to happen and okay. she's a Sharpie. Okay, go. Now I feel weird pressure to do multiple accents. Well, Hammer was like, if it doesn't work to an accent or something, I was Did like, I don't know. That? I think that's what it said. I was like, I don't even know if it calls for that. But oh, my God. I didn't make you do it. I'm sorry. I think I read Hammers, though, because maybe that's why there was an accent, because it was mine. Sorry, there oh, was yeah. a moment tonight. That was like a minute ago, and I've already forgotten what happened. There was a moment tonight when your son said, where's my father? And I was like... Pip pip cheerio, <laughs> he's in bed upstairs. You did make all the teenagers laugh and for just they a brief They all laughed. Minute. Yeah, like five teenagers. Because he said, laughed. "Where's my father?" Yeah, it was which weird. he never said. I was like, "Your father, father." Like, pip pip cheerio. <laughs> he'd be like, "Where's dad?" Or "Where's my dad?" Like instead, what he was like, hell? "Where's father?" Where's yeah, that father? was that was very odd. Father, okay, <clears throat> so formal. This is by Kayla. Once upon a time. No, that's not good. Why not? Because it's old and hack-eyed and overused. <laughs> but it's a classic. I don't care. Try something else. Okay, fine. Time. Late afternoon. The place. A quiet cafe off the beaten track in lower downtown. Hmm. What's that supposed to be? <laughs> A butter introduction. Your definition of butter is way different than mine. 
Well, how do you want to start this story? Try something unique, like she waited. Her breath baited like a baby bird clutched in the hands of a five-year-old, worried if she ever dared to move or show any signs of life that it could all be over for her. Wow, that was dark, but interesting. It's a creepy way to tell the story. She's not going to get written like that. I could go creepier. What? With excessive gratuitous violence? (laughs) Hey, watch it. You're scaring her. Me? Scaring her? (laughs) You're scaring me. Sigh. Fine. We'll do it your way. Really? Really. Once upon a time. Just don't come crying to me when you're accused of writing it all boring. <clears throat> Once upon a time, she waited with bated breath. <laughs> nice. The end. The end. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, does it continue? Perfect. Nice. That was me and my multiple personalities. You, you were doing really good. I was. <laughs> we'll see. I was waiting with bated breath. What yeah. is okay, so let me just ask a question. And so I loved it. A B. What does bated breath mean? Like this. <gasps> is that what it means? I don't know. Like because I feel like bated. Because baited is like like a fish hook. It's it's like I don't know. Like I I feel like I've said it a million times, but I actually don't really know what it means. Baited to me is like hanging out, waiting for something to happen. So baited breath would be like, like a, like an inhalation, waiting for something to happen. Because when you bait a hook, you're waiting for a fish to bite it. So like yes, okay. So like a, but breath. it's like a fishing reference, yeah. right? I think yeah. Yeah, but it's turned into like a thing, like bated breath. Like waiting with bated breath. I feel like I've said it, but it's like I kind of am like, I don't actually like, mechanically, I somehow feel like I need to understand it better. Okay, so next time we're going to bait someone's breath. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Stay tuned for more bated breath. It's terrifying, but we're going to do it for you because we need to start interpreting these common modern sayings. I'm just kidding. I like you it. guys did really good. Okay, so as always, we went some interesting places. We were inside a polar bear's mouth. <laughs> there, there, w- there was a pixie. <laughs> there was a pixie. There was some scary corpse child situation. I mean, like And then there was an argument over what was actually going to be a good way to introduce this whole thing. Which, which is, I love. I I love that too. Yeah. I feel like that's like the majority of my life. But yes, so and maybe also like the polar bear. I'm just kidding. So that was good, you guys. Thank you so much for submitting. God. Great writers. Amazing. And if you're listening to this and you're a writer and you haven't submitted, aren't you like thinking, I could have submitted something. Aren't you just thinking like, this is fun. I could have been a contender. Because I could have been somebody. I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody. Right? You could have. This is some Marlon Brando shit. You guys got to jump in. And now you got to do it in June. Okay? Next time. Putting it out there. Thankfully, there's always a next time, which is good. As Julia said, there's a bring a friend club. So, Julia. Bring a friend. Challenge. Ooh, Julia. Extended. Now you need to bring a friend. You've got to bring a friend. 
and you have to come back. Okay, All so right? this is a challenge to Julia. This is not Kayla's fault. This is our fault. <laughs> We take all the blame. No, because we Kayla no is fault. Blameless. <laughs> I'm taking the fault for this. I but want. There's no fault. I just want just Julia to know. Like this is us. This is what we do. Standing in front of her, <laughs> asking <laughs> for another writer to come. We're like, to can you up. please join the writers? Wrong. Okay. Please. So, as a side note, I'm oh, gonna yeah. read a really funny email from Granny Sue. So last time we shared with you all our amazing sound machine. <laughs> it's really long. It's so okay. long. <laughs> it's a very long applause. So we're like, oh, it's amazing. We are the best. So then Granny Sue sent us a picture of a sound machine. And it's exactly the same one that we have. Like, I'm not kidding. It's like... It's the same one. Okay. That laughing really just goes on for quite a while. Oh, so, wow. so she has the same one as us. And this is what she said. This thing is a hoot. And I cracked up when I heard you using it in your last episode. I bought this one for grandkids a while back. My son implored slash begged me to leave it at my house. <laughs> I stashed it in a junk drawer, and my grandson recently found it. We had so much fun with it. The sounds are so old school. I think I like them more than they do. So we love you, Granny Sue, because same exact. How do we got the same? And it is old school, and that's why we like it because it's yeah. like corny. Because we're like very corny, and like I love that you have exactly the same one. And I love so crazy that your son was like, "Please keep this at your house." I mean, <laughs> if my mother in law bought that for my kid, I'd be like, "Please hide it in a junk drawer." Like, oh my god, make it go away. Meanwhile, we enjoy it quite a bit. I mean, but the sounds are strangely long. I mean, like, the, the applause is, like, I don't know. Maybe my attention span is very short at this point in my life. But that one's fine. Because it's, like, short. The ones I mean, like, there's some good but ones. But the laughing and the clapping goes on for a little bit. I just think this is kind of old school radio, though. We're like, our attention span is like zero. <laughs> it's literally zero. Like, I can't. Yeah. Don't do the burping and farting. I hate that. Like, so much. My son's favorite one is. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> he is seven. So. <laughs> I think we're, we're just going to do this every episode. Like, just like For play hours. sounds. Everybody's like, we already heard it last time. We're like, People wait, are like, hold on. Where did you get that and where can I Sorry. get it? And we I'm like, apparently it's never not funny <laughs> for us, which is really it's always funny. Apparently, weird, like Granny Sue's grandson. <laughs> we are actually six years old. I'm like a small child's sense of humor. You are. Okay. I am too. Well, we've always said that we have like, like middle school boys. Like, yep. We're around that age. We're either permanently. six years or six years old. Yeah, one or yeah, one or the other. <laughs> and we're always little boys, which is weird. Too. I don't know why. I have a little boy and I, I see that. It tracks for me. Yeah, no, I get it. it where sense. you're like, <laughs> yeah. It's like a very beavis head oh, kind Jesus. of feeling in your life where you're like, I do think that like between like beavis and I mean, it is our age. 
It's very Generation <laughs> X to be like, I'm Beavis and Butthead and like South Park. Like, I identify with like that stupid little boy humor. Yep. Like, I don't, and not all of it, and some of it annoys me, but like a good chunk of it I'm like down with all the time. Oh, you should hear the fart jokes in my house. Like, I mean, I don't want to. That's not the part that I like, though. Nope. But yeah. that's the part that comes but out. That's what's there. That's what's there. But that's what you get. You have to take all of it or none of it. And so you have to take. So it's like the facts of life. Farts. You have to take the <laughs> take farts, the good, take, you the take the burps. The bad. <laughs> I don't know. I can't make that song up for us right now. But all anyway, right. okay, well, goodbye. Thank you, everybody, for joining us, and we'll be back it's so again late soon. Because we had a lot of like things. We had a big popcorn challenge. We had sound so challenge. We had life challenge. We're just challenge. Sean in and Trisha challenge. I don't know what it is. Anyway, uh, two girls on the bench hashtag challenge. We made it. We would like next Thursday, this coming Thursday. Oh yeah. Fuck. It's live stream for the cure with yes. us and Mel Brooks, guys. So you have to join in. We're gonna do like the funnest. So we already like we met with Mel and planned out what we're gonna do. Yeah, and Nick like might not know what we're doing, but we, we know. did a big like Zoom meeting with each other where we were <laughs> talked for like an hour about how cool our plan was. And so you guys need to come check it out because it's actually gonna be really funny and fun and you can join. And do stuff and be part of it. So we'll be live on Thursday. I'm trying to look at what time. Because I don't remember. 19th. May 19th. So Thursday, May 19th. Like, I think it's like 9 o'clock Eastern. Eastern 6. Why can't I get this right? Ever. 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Here. Shit. I I'm don't gonna look do it up I right have now. it on my calendar. I'm going gonna, gonna to open Because something. we are like the worst. We're so, literally juggling like 8,000 calendars, but I have like that's no excuse. three phones and two computers. We need to get better, and we, we are better, All and right. we will be better. Mm-hmm. And so we will be on live also. from 11 p.m. to 12 a.m. Eastern. Oh, whoops. So seven, eight, nine. It says nine p.m. Pacific. I do nine not have 10, the 10, right. No, it's eight p.m. Pacific. What's wrong with me? Eight p.m. Pacific, eleven p.m. Eastern. I think that's nine p.m. Central. But you guys are gonna have to like look that shit up. Central, you always got left out, and we're so sorry we're for so you. Sorry. And also, sorry. So May nineteenth, Thursday, Mountain. 11 p.m. Eastern. Don't bring in another time zone. We're just going to do Eastern and Pacific. And and then fit yourself in if you're not in there. Okay, you're good. p.m. Pacific. 11 p.m. Eastern. 8 to 9, 9, 10, 11. How many times are we? I'm going to say it a thousand (laughs) eight p.m. Come and join us. It's a great cause. And if you have some bucks to spend. And it can be any donate. amount of bucks. Yes. It could be like 10, 20. Like it doesn't need to be like a bajillion dollars. Just like give what you can because it all matters. And trust me, I'm a fundraiser for my job. It, it actually does all matter. It does all matter. When you think it doesn't, it does. So please That's how please the Life Stream for the Cure has managed to like up its amount every year is because folks just 
donate. No, it's amazing, and it's so many fun podcasters and fun people, and just it's a cool vibe. Please join us, and please check out the rest of the content too, because it's fun and it's yes. it's a good time. And Nick is great, and we've already talked about how much we love Nick, and we're also going to hang out with Mel, and everybody's great. So join us. Don't be left out. Don't miss it. You will regret it. FOMO, (laughs) no mo. All right. In the meantime, keep writing. Keep snacking. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the bench. Do you want to be a bench lane? Be a bench lane. Be, be a bench lane. Wow. Be a bench lane. Be, be a bench lane. Hey. Be a bench lane. Won't you want to be a bench lane too? benchpodcasts.com